Shalom. Good morning. Welcome to Life Bites. I pray that all is well with you. Now, this is episode 10, part 2 of episode 9. Do you belong to Christ or the Antichrist? To get the best of this episode, can I encourage you to listen to episode 9 before listening to this episode? Instead of premiering this episode on Friday, as I usually do uh, weekly, I am sharing this episode early so that you can continue immediately right after listening to part 1 in episode 9. Come, let's pray. Father God, we thank you that you remain faithful even when we are faithless. Lord, help us to depend on your faithfulness. Send your people to direct us back to your path if we have turned away from you. Speak to us again, Lord, today as we humble ourselves before you and open our spiritual eyes to see and to know your truth today. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Now in episode 9, the Apostle John highlighted to us the rise of the Antichrist and who they are. The first characteristics was that uh, the Antichrist is a spirit that's against the spirit of truth. And the second thing about Antichrist is they are Christians who do not belong to the koinonia of God. And they left, right? And in this episode, let's see the third characteristic of the Antichrist. Reading from 1 John chapter 2, verse 21 to 23, NIV. I do not write to you because you do not know the truth, but because you do know it and because no lie comes from the truth. Who is the liar? It is whoever denies that Jesus is the Christ. Such a person is the Antichrist, denying the Father and the Son. No one who denies the Son has the Father. Whoever acknowledges the Son has the Father also. Now, friends, John didn't say that the Antichrist is that one individual, but he said that the Antichrist is whoever denies that Jesus Christ is the Christ, the Son of God. Now, John was telling the people that he wrote this letter to that you know the truth. Now, the question is, how does John know? Well, he said, because no lies come from the truth. It means that John couldn't see any of them lying. Now, that's the good news, right? At the same time, that's also the test. If there is a lie, or somebody is lying, the truth will immediately expose the lie. So here we see there are two tests. The first test, if you lie, you will want to run away from the koinonia of God. Now in the previous episode, we learned that the Antichrist left the koinonia. Why? Because lies are easily exposed when they face the truth. So if we observe those who give many unbiblical excuses when they leave, whatever they say, they will never be able to stand the test of scriptures. That's why they can never support their actions with the word of God. Now if you are on the side of truth, why are you running away? Oh, it's obvious, right? Because you are not on the side of truth. In fact, you could even be self-deceiving like what the Apostle John says. See, friends, you can run, but you can never hide from God. That's the first test. Now, the second test, when others are trying to lie to you, 
you can easily spot the lies if you know the truth. So the question is, can you spot the lies, friends? Now, this is what we will be spending most time discussing in this episode. See, the Apostle John raised and answered a vital question in verse 22. He asked, Who is a liar? And he answered, It is whoever denies that Jesus is the Christ. Such a person is the Antichrist, denying the Father and the Son. Now friends, this is John the Apostle talking here. It's not like anybody. It's John the Apostle. He already said in chapter 1 that all that he's telling us, he has heard by himself, he has seen it, he has witnessed with his own eyes, touched with his own hands, he testified to it and proclaimed to us the eternal life, Jesus, the Son of God, which was with the Father and has appeared to us. So he's not getting this from another person, but he personally has experienced it. And that's why he is more than qualified to ask the question, who is a liar? See, three times in this verse, John says, The Antichrist are whoever denies Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. Now, but then you see, friends, for anyone to be qualified to call someone else a liar openly, now he himself too must stand ready to be tested, right? What I want you to see is this, friends. Can you see the Apostle John's courage and conviction here when he openly called somebody a liar. It's almost like John's unspoken words. He's indirectly saying, come on, all right, go ahead, prove me wrong. I am now telling you who is a liar. Come on, go ahead and prove me wrong because I'm saying this openly. You see, friends, now the question is, how do we test which is truth and which is lying? Is John telling the truth or not telling the truth, right? So there are two very simple tests here we can look at. Number one, is he a first-hand eyewitness? In other words, that person who made whatever claims that said Jesus is not the Christ, Jesus is not the Son of God, did he have a first-hand experience? And John, of course, he said Jesus is the Son of God. Did John have the first-hand experience? You see, there are religions out there that deny Jesus is the Son of God. The main problem is they present their arguments from theoretical and philosophical points, but never in factual historical points, nor personal experiences with Jesus. Don't forget that now after over hundreds of years, Jesus came. Then only came a man, that man, who claimed that he had received revelation from his God that Jesus was not the Son of God. You see, but this man, he had never lived with Jesus at all. Now, you compare it with the Apostle John, who lived with Jesus. Come on, friends, use a little common sense. Who is more trustworthy? Apostle John or that man who said that Jesus is not the Son of God? And don't forget that history tells us that Bishop Polycarp, which is which was the Apostle John's disciple, and many others of the Apostles' peers 
also testified the genuine faith of the apostle and his teachings about Jesus Christ. Now, let me give you an illustration. When you read an autobiography, uh, the first question probably you might ask is, is this true of what this man is saying about himself? Now, but then you most probably find that you are attracted to reading an autobiography because you've read many reviews or critiques or credible words about the book and the person, right? Now, 1 John is like an autobiography of the Apostle John. He had many contemporaries testify about his life and his credibility. Now, when he said he had experienced Jesus personally, physically and tangibly, there were many witnesses who saw him live with Jesus who can testify to his writings in 1 John. Now, let's look at this. After a few hundred years, Jesus died and resurrected. That man, he claimed that he had met Jesus and he said Jesus was just a mere prophet, but not the Son of God. Now, here's a problem. Who saw him meet Jesus? Answer is, nobody at all. It was he himself said he met Jesus. But friends, I, I choose to believe in the words of a first-hand eyewitness. How about you? Now, let me add to that. The followers of this man, which I'm talking about here, who deny Jesus as the Son of God, now they keep on deceiving the Christians even until today. Now, this is what they say uh, nowadays. They say that they believe in Jesus and even they love Jesus, apparently they claim, and they believe for anyone who wants to go heaven, they must believe in this Jesus. Now, here's the twist. Their Jesus is just a prophet, not the Son of God. Now, sadly, there are weak Christians would fall for these lies. And this Christian would think like, yeah, I believe in Jesus. They also believe in Jesus in order to go to heaven. So no problem for me to leave Christianity and follow their religion. Now, friends, I really pray with all my heart that God will open your spiritual eyes to spot these lies. You see, friends, you are not saved because you believe in Jesus. Full stop. No. You are saved because you believe in Jesus as the Son of God who died for your sins on the cross and three days later he defeated death by rising again. Now, this is what that religion will never claim they believe. So this is the first test of whether whoever make a claim about Jesus, not the Son of God, or Jesus is the Son of God, are they telling the truth or telling the lie? The first test is, is this person a first-hand eyewitness? The Apostle John, he is. How about that man who claimed that Jesus is not the Son of God? He's not. Now, the second test is this. Is he motivated by love or by fear? In verse 23, 
John says, No one who denies the Son has a father. Whoever acknowledges the Son has the father also. Now, the question is, why father? See, friends, because the word father speaks of relationships. Love is anchored in a relationship. And that is why those who deny that Jesus is the Son of God actually reject the love of God. When you reject the Son of God, you're practically rejecting the love of God. And that is why they never understood the beauty of God's love through His Son Jesus because they do not know Father God. See, friends, when we don't understand God's love, when we never experience God's love, all we have in our hearts is fear. You see, we fear to lose, for example, that group of people that that they fear to lose, right? So that leads to jealousy, envy, insecurity, anger, hatred, and violence. And that is why those who aggressively, very aggressively oppose that Jesus is a son of God, they will go all out to destroy Christianity, right? They always feel that the Christians are all out to threaten them. So they will use lies, oppression, and violence to suppress the Christians. Actually, it's not true. Why they feel like that? This is because of the fear in their hearts, because of the absence of God's love. Fear has taken root. But the Word of God says, for the love of God casts out all fear. You see, friends, if you will read up how that religion was started, you ask yourself, was it started on the basis of love or on the basis of fear? But you compare with Jesus. Look at how secure Jesus was. Instead of using violence, instead of living in fear, he demonstrated love when he was on the cross. He said, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they do. You see, friends, it was love that motivated God to reach out to us. So, friends, what would you like to have in your life? Love or fear? You know, there was this man I met who used to be from another faith. Despite the huge persecution that he experienced, he remained faithful to Christ. So I asked him why he chose to follow Jesus. He said, Daniel, just one word. I said, what is that? He said, love. While the other side used all kinds of force and indoctrination on him, he said only in Jesus that he experienced love. He never understood God's love until he believed in Jesus, the Son of God. Because he was brought up to reject Jesus as the Son of God, as a result, he rejected God's love. And he said, now, he found that only in the Son of God, there's clear evidence of God's love. So, he chose love. Now let's reflect. I'm going to just leave you with one key question. Friends, do you belong to Christ or to the Antichrist? And why do you say so? Let us pray. Father God, we thank you for speaking to us with such strong 
and liberating words today through your servant John. A very important warning that we should not take it lightly. If the Antichrist will used to be one of us, means any one of us can be in danger of falling into the trap. And that is why Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Truth, please help us to stay strong in the truth of God's Word so that we can spot the lies of the Antichrist. Help us to stay humble and constantly do spiritual health checks of our own lives. We choose love, not fear. We choose Christ, not the Antichrist. And Father, we believe that Jesus is your Son, the Son of God, who has died for our sins and rose from the dead. And I pray a lot for those who have yet to believe in you as Lord and Saviour, as the Son of God, especially those in our nation here. Lord, I pray that they will open up their hearts to you. May your grace and your blessings always envelop us and our loved ones too. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening. I hope you've been blessed by this episode. Now, if you want to know more about Jesus, please drop me a note. Please allow me to help you. In the next episode, I want to share with you when you truly have God's anointing in your life. I want God's anointing. Do you, friends? I want to release God's anointing on you through the proclamation of His Word in our next episode. So make sure you tune in. Alright? Till the next Life Bites, continue to have a bite and have a life. God bless you.